Yo. Hello, I can hear you now. Cool. Oh my gosh. I think I might have to fight my son. Okay. What do you do? Square up, little man. But, but it's like, so I went. I've been seeing um, I've been seeing Gabby and Quentin more because I'm no longer coaching. Cool. Playing football, him versus the neighbor and his dad. Everything's going great, and then just like he just started spazzing in a weird way. And, and it's like, he just like, he one more play. The kid ran it. He didn't even guard him. He just stood there like a statue. I'm like, this nigga's wilding. <clears throat> and then, um, the fuck, he just falls down. Like, he's crying and he just falls down. Mind you, this kid's not hurt. He's been doing good the entire time. I've been congratulating him. Everything's been all positive. And so, he like we're going in. Obviously, the game ended. He throws. He smashes a pumpkin like he's Billy fucking Corgan, and he like goes in and just like starts being super somber. Then he asks for a drink of water. He got water, and me and his grandfather were talking about child support because we. I got some in the mail saying, "Hey, if I want to get it amended, we can do that." I'm like, "No, I'm good." They just bundle what I paid for him and Gabby, and I'm cool. Whatever I'm paying, well, I'm cool. And he's like, he says something like, Dad, you should pay more child support. I was like, he's like, no, he's like, Dad, you should pay child support. I was like, I do. He's like, well, you should pay more. I'm like, what are you what? talking about? Like, yeah. I was like, two things. I pay for Azarea, I pay for Quentin, I pay for Trey, and I pay for Gabby. That's four out of the five, and that's still, you know, a chunk of change. But I'm cool with it. You know what I mean? And I'm like, what are you? He's like, well, my mom says you don't pay it. I'm like, I don't pay it to her. She's not the custodial parent. Your your grandfather and grandma are. Why the fuck I pay her? If anything, the state gave me money back for like six months because I overpaid. Right? Anyway, and this is where it gets to like, oh, I think this nigga might want to fucking swing on me. And he like, who's his grandmother's like pill case? And his grandfather is on his bumper. He's like, don't do that. Pick that up. And a whole bunch of other aggressive sounding words. Um, and he just starts crying, like aggressively crying. Like he just found out his girl was letting his best friend buttfuck her or something. I don't know. Niggas is fucking. Then he runs upstairs screaming. I'm sitting there confused. His grandfather's confused. I'm like, nigga, what the hell is going on with you? And I think what it is is like. I think his his mom is like trying to pit me against him for I don't know what reason, but like I think he wants to fight me. And I oh, want to tell man. him from the from the bottom of my heart, these are not the issues you want. <laughs> How old is the kid? He's eleven. He's gonna be twelve in March. Like mm. Sports Illustrated, Vogue, Marie Claire, Jet Magazine, those are issues he might want. <laughs> he don't want any of these issues. And, well, and it, and it, yeah, Kate, it's hilarious. Oh, yeah, welcome to my fucking podcast. It's been a while, but thank you, Kate, for joining. Glad to glad to be back. Thank you for having me. I need your advice. I mean, I, I, I live in that dual income, no kids life. So um, have you tried clicker training? Because that's what I do with my kids, but they're dogs. So. <laughs> You just spray him with a water bottle every time he acts up, just like, ah, ah, and 
Sprinkle, sprinkle. But it's, it's like, I think because kids, I was telling Mikey about this, I think because kids, there there's levels between like nothing's going to happen to me or someone's going to kill me. And they don't, if they think, well, they're not going to kill me. So nothing's going to happen to me. Like, no, my nigga, there's levels up to I'm like to someone wanting to kill you. Just because kids is pussy now and they just pull out the ratchet and start hitting motherfuckers with bullets does not mean that you're above getting your ass whooped. He might be, like, deliberately being antagonistic towards you as a way of connecting with you because he feels emotionally detached. And so at least this way, if you are angry at him, you are showing him some kind of emotion and attention. I, I get that, and I understand it. But it's not like he doesn't have access to me. And when we talk, I try to imbue positivity to him. You, so you as the adult's parent, yeah. understand that he has access to you. Him and his 11-year-old, like, hormones just starting to come online, like, adult brain, might be feeling incredibly disconnected from you. Even if he has access, even if there are means of communication and channels of communications, he might not emotionally feel as though like mm. those are available to him and as a result the time that you have together especially with you coming off of coaching and he observes you giving attention to other kids his age but him being your son might not feel like he has access to you you feel me so as a result the time that you have together he's like what buttons can i push to get this man to feel anything towards me, you know, to give me attention. So that could be one potential uh, cause, but. But fighting your dad is never the go-to. Like, and maybe it's just me because I never wanted to fight my dad. Neither of them. I wasn't fighting Terrell. That one fucking flying. Even before that happened, I wasn't fighting Terrell, uh, and I wasn't fighting Rick. Nah, nope. There's a lot of people. I would I would walk up to Beyonce in Houston on her birthday and punch her in the face before I fight my dad who raised me. Nah, nope. Well, ever. Ca no. counterpoint: You were afraid of your dad. You he doesn't fear you. What do you mean? I mean, I don't need my dad to fear me. No, no, what I'm saying oh. is, is that the reason why you would never in a million years think of screwing up with your dads is because you knew that they were about that life. Like, you knew yeah. that they would they would put the queer god into you. Your kid may not have that perception of you. That is an eight-piece and a biscuit and macaroni and cheese and an apple pie that I don't want nor need in my life. Like, I remember I was in high school, and my homeboy was having issues with his dad. He was like, haven't you ever wanted to fight your dad? I was like, I started laughing. I was like, no, what the fuck? Like, nigga, you know my dad. I got to fight the guy who's going to take me to the dentist Tuesday? Like, nah. Like, where the fuck am I going to sleep? Like, I don't, I'm the thing is, too, I don't even want to fight my uncles. No, never. Not at all. These niggas are fucking crazy. Like, even though they're 60, like, on a few of them I think I could physically take, I'd end up getting jumped. 
by a whole bunch of niggas that are going to need a day to rest and some Ben Gay <laughs> and some fucking um, ibuprofen from whipping my monkey ass. I, oh my gosh, one day, I hope you get that to where you, your daughter looks at you and is like, I can take this bitch. And you got to be like, my sister in Christ, <laughs> <laughs> my comrade in the struggle. You don't want these problems. No, one. Go do math. One, I. Trigonometry, a much safer problem than me. Right. Try, try Jesus, not me. I throw hands. Um, try switching from margarine to butter. Try drinking, try using Splenda. Now, I, I I feel as though there's going to come a time where either, like, my godson or my niece is just going to get a little mouthy with me, uh, and then I'm just going to have to remind them that, um, you know. These hands are rated E for everybody. Yeah. But if that day ever comes, no, I think I, think I, I do a pretty good job of being intimidating. Um, so... Yeah, I don't know. That's crazy. Have you considered going back in time and pulling out? Because, like... You just That's a fight he'd actually have a chance on winning. <laughs> this kid's been in one fight. The fight to survive. And that's it. No, my God. And I hate... I, I definitely had other shit to talk about. But this... Bro, that's just so weird. Like, you actually... I didn't I didn't know my dad. I didn't know Big Terrell at very much at all. But it's just like nothing in in the stories I heard or anything. Like I really wish his I really wish Quentin's mom would stop gassing this kid up. Like I get it. Well, that's your little that's your baby boy. That's your firstborn. You're gonna get this kid fucked up because you're making him fucking delusional. But I mean, like, like real talk, like, have you discussed it with his mom though? Like, have you been like, hey, so this is what he's saying to me, and you and I both know damn well that I pay my child support, so I just want to know where he's getting this stuff from. So Bro, um, confront, maybe oh, confront oh, her about it. I would. Oh, I would. She had fucking block me. She, oh my God, the, me and Stacy used to be the, out of all my ba- baby moms, her and I used to be the coolest because we grew up in the same area. We knew a lot of the same people. Culturally, we have a lot of fucking similarities and she's only a year younger than me. So it's not like with any of my other baby moms where they're like five or even fucking seven years younger than me. Like we're the, we're the same fucking age. Me and Greg Buell, we went to the same school. Like the fuck? But I think she... She's probably really, really resentful that even though we both had the same fucking punishment for our drug charges, that her life has been on stall mode for a fucking decade. And I've just fucking thrived and thrived and thrived and thrived and thrived. Well, let's not pretend like it was a straight line and a frog. It wasn't, but compared to her, hey, I have zero fucking felonies. She chose to go to prison because she didn't want to try to she didn't want to try to try being clean on the outside. So it's like we had the same choice. Did I get fucking lucky? Yeah, but I also stayed my black ass out of fucking the Fairfield County jail system. Well, that probably helped. Yeah, so it's like it's I don't I don't know, and I, but it's, I love my I love them dearly. I love all my kids. But, like, with him, I see so much of me and him. 
But one of the things about me is that I knew who and who not to try to fight. Like, come on, man. Well, may, some some lessons you only got to learn once, right? Like maybe maybe he just needs to learn that lesson one time. I fuck around and find out, cause like, and the thing is, Sue, I never wanted to fight my dad, cause like, what 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 did I think my mom was gonna be doing? Watching? No, I did be end up getting jumped by two of my custodial parents. So like the last thing I think even now, and I've given my dad plenty of reason. You have to run my face. I, I don't. I, I don't. I don't know him. I know what's what's gone on between him. But I have known you, and I know you for sure have given him plenty of reasons. I've given you reasons to run my face. Dead so ass. You absolutely no. Okay, ass. come yeah. on. That was a bit too fast. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Like imagine I'm stupid. I'm there. Like wait a minute. <laughs> but yeah, so it's like I don't want to go into my fucking parents' house. It, I can just. I couldn't even see that playing out correctly. And just go, all right, old man, that's it. Fucking let's go. I'm tired of your shit. That would be the last thing that is ever uttered. And then in a couple days, having... when he wakes up, he'll he'll realize the mistake that he made. I'll, bro, I won't even be found. There's no wake up. Like, that'll be it. Like, yeah, I guess, you know, Layton's doing a no-call, no-show. Like, yeah, because I'm dead. My father has killed me, and I'm somewhere in Fairfield County. That is, it, it's just the wildest shit. Like, and I get one to fight your stepdad. You don't know this nigga. But like your real dad, you can point him out in the line. Like, you know who he is. He's no, you you know who your real dad is. I don't know that man. From, I don't know. I don't have a picture of that motherfucker. But no, my, my sperm donor. I'll fight him any day of the week. Yeah, but that's different. <clears throat> like, that's a, that's a contentious, uh, like, situation. But like, a person who's like, hey, man, let me, you know, let me teach you some things. Let me be there for you. Let me go to your football games. Let me read to you. Let me figure out who you are as a person. Just, you know, being the niceties of a non-custodial parent. Like, nigga, of all the people you want to swing on, I can't be, I can't, bro, you got, it's a lot of people before you get to Goro in Mortal Kombat. <laughs> <coughs> like, there's a lot. You got to go through Sonya, Kung Lao, Raiden, Ethan, Smoke, Jax. Like, you're not just starting out with Shang Tsung. It, it's it's hilarious to me, sis. But, uh, yeah, we had to get that shit out the way. Uh, I hope Hamas got the fucking okay from every Muslim in fucking Palestine. Because all these niggas is finna find out what the fuck uh, Jimi Hendrix has been working on. In the afterlife. Bro, like you act like you act like Israel needed a reason to commit acts of violence against the Palestinian people. Like like in two thousand and five, when a hundred thousand Palestinians marched up to the wall in the West Gaza Strip, you know what Israel responded with? Live ammunition. So I don't think they needed provocation to be absolute cunts to the people of, of Israel. Forty-two yeah. percent of the people in Palestine right now are twenty-five or younger. But hey, man, you should have checked and read up on the ass whooping. Like, I understand not wanting to be oppressed. I get it. Want to have freedoms? I I get it. Trust me, I fully understand that. But nigga, you're they're, they've been. Oh my gosh, they've been super waiting to do this. No, you don't under like. I, I feel like you're looking at it from 
an American lens of American uh, settler colonialism and American oppression in contemporary America. What they have been experiencing, 97% of their water is not drinkable. They have no access to electricity and infrastructure because Israel has said, we're going to control all of the supplies that come into and go out of. We're going to bomb your your area fit too many people into the size of like uh, like what's like two miles like the size of manhattan um we're going to destroy your buildings destroy your infrastructure we're not going to allow the supplies inside for you to rebuild they've got no medical care they've no. got they, they they have nothing so at what point in the struggle do you realize it's better for me to fight and die fighting to live in a perpetual state of hell and it's not like the palestinian people were stupid it's not like yeah. it's not like hamas said okay well you know israel won't dare fight back. no they knew they knew what was going to happen but at what point do you sit around and just abject poverty in an open-air prison like yeah. you're not allowed to to come and go as you please you have no access to self-govern govern your land continues to be land. annexed Israel will say, like, no, you're not allowed on this piece of land because it has um, ar uh, archaeological or religious significance. So they'll vacate people off of an already small piece of land only for Israel to develop on that land that, yeah. they, that they said was historically and religiously significant. That's why the Palestinians had to leave. So it's not like it's not like they were unjustified. In their actions, and if you say, and if you know, a, a common argument that I've heard has been like, well, any violence is not acceptable. So what Hamas did is wrong. What you're really saying is that the violence of the status quo is acceptable enough that it doesn't warrant self-defense. Yeah, and that that shit that shit will piss me off too. Like, nah, nigga, fuck you. I'm finna, I'm taking heads off. So my thing is, too, is like, there has to be an end game. Because there's no way the, I don't even want to say International Monetary Fund, but International Monetary Fund, there's no way the EU, there's no way all, any of these other civil, uh, civil organizations and countries let Palestine just live. Well, I mean, some, like, some world leaders are speaking out uh, today. The, the PM of Ireland uh, said something. What the fuck? What do you mean? What the? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's a real shock that Ireland, uh, another people that was subjugated by British colonialism and, and settler uh, imperialism, that they would ever be against checks notes, uh, British uh, settler colonialism. Like, of course they're gonna stand with Palestine. No, I get that, but it's like, hey, nigga, unless you got jets to London, what the? That's not gonna help. It absolutely helps. Having having a member of the United Nations stand up and say Israel is actually wrong. They've been wrong for decades now. We're giving them preferential treatment. Um, Zionism is not the same thing as Judaism. You can be against imperialism without being anti-Semitic. And what they have been doing for 70 years is wrong. Super. Between, 19, right. between 1947 and 1949, 750,000 Palestinians were murdered. Over 520 villages destroyed by Israel. A literal genocide. And this is, what, three years after the Shoah? 
that yeah. that the state of Israel commits a literal fucking genocide against Palestinians. And that was the be- that was beginning. That was like day one, right? This is who we are. This is how we roll. Because you know what it is, though? It's like, hey, we're still white. You're like, damn, they are. And we don't like these brown people. So I bet run it. And you have the people they are like, hey, whoa, 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 whoa. what the fuck? This is our shit. Yeah, but you're not white. So, you know, well, come on, man, that's fucked up. Hey, hey, if you don't like it, you're like Hitler. Like, that's that is not what I'm saying. Like, but that's exactly what uh, you know. The interesting thing about um, about Israel when it started off, it started off as like these little tiny settlements um, that were that were truly egalitarian and socialist. But then mm-hmm. in the late 1940s, early 1950s, they started to work with the Jewish Orthodoxy and like any other kind of religious backed government. It became very quickly authoritarian, um, and they they were quick to point out, like, hey, you know, if if you if you object to the notion of um, of of a Jewish uh, nation state, then you are intrinsically anti-Semitic, um, and it's a little fucked up that they do that because at the same time, Super. you have acts of anti-Semitism being perpetrated all over the world, and Israel doesn't say boo about it. They're quick to use the shield of, you know, like, like, like all Jews belong to, to Israel. We're all children of God. We stand against anti-Semitism no matter where it is in the, in, in the globe. Um, but yet when Americans suffer anti-Semitism, when it happens in South America, when it happens in Eastern Bloc Europe, where the fuck is Israel? Nowhere to be found. Chilling. They only Chilling, care. Making sexy models. They only care about. Um, uh, about Judaism when it's a shield against their empirical, like settler uh, mentality, um, their their annexation of of land, um, and you can go back and you can find like Jewish scholars around the uh, in, in the mid 1940s say, hey, um, we don't really think that it's appropriate for Jews to be settling in and around Jerusalem. Because according to our scripture, uh, Jews will only return to the to the Holy Land, the homeland, when it's settled by when uh, I think it's like the son of King David or a descendant of King David will be the one that will that will lead the the Jews back to Jerusalem, and that certainly wasn't the people who founded Israel. Um, so it, it goes against their own scripture for them to uh, to be basically. Uh, resettling there before the Messiah returns, but again, it's just a it's just a convenient deflection um, for them to commit horrific acts of of genocide. Since two thousand and five, uh, Gaza has been an open air prison that Israel is used to test munitions on. So fuck them. Like, because it's because it's like, and I, the reason why I said like, yo, for the most part, I'm keeping out of it because motherfuckers don't understand they don't either they neglect nuance or they fully don't understand it and one of it is ignorance and the other one is outright evil because they just shout down man man i don't think what you're doing is right oh you hate the jews you must hate the jews you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. that is not what the fuck i'm saying and you know that's not what the fuck i'm saying but fuck shit is fuck shit like 
it's the same thing like when R. Kelly was going through his trial, like, oh, you just don't want to see a black man succeed. Like, no, this is not that dude. He is not Martin. Like, same with Bill Cosby. Like, no. Like, oh, they, these women can remember 50 years ago. It's like, nigga, uh, what the fuck? Like, I'm not here to debate that shit. Like, he, no. Just because I can agree with their right to exist doesn't mean I'm going to agree with everything you fucking do. And everyone's like, no, we got to say we're Israel. For what, bro? Like, they're not supposed to be there. But it's also a situation to where the people who gave Israel, who gave the Jewish people Israel, were massive colonialists. Britain. It was it was all arranged by, by Britain. In, yeah, Britain just be showing up places. Well, you have to understand that at the time that Britain basically made those agreements to uh, to give uh, the land that is now the, the state of Israel away is because they were having a lot of problems uh, combating the caliphates in the region because they were trying to basically extract the natural resources, a.k.a. oil. So BP, British Petroleum, tried to get in there and get that shit um, – and they're like, no, this is this is our land, actually. Um, and so, right. But I mean, it shit shit's fucked all around. What I find most interesting is that Israel, for the longest time, was known for it is like for its S tier, top of the class missile defense systems, right? And so the fact that they were able to deploy five thousand missiles and get it through the Iron Dome. That is really interesting because Hamas, as a terrorist organization, is comprised of basically a bunch of twenty-five-year-olds, right? Um, like, yeah. like, like the majority of their membership is is militarized um, uh, twenty-five-year-old uh, men, um, and so they didn't really have the sophistication or the technology to be able to ever previously get around the Iron Dome. Well, turns out that they got that information from Iran. And Iran got that information from Russia. So where the fuck did Russia get that information? Well, do you remember 18 months ago when Donald Trump was found with those documents in Mar-a-Lago? Yeah. Do you remember what the conversation around the documents was? It was about the defense capabilities of nuclear allies in the Middle East. This fucking Donald goddamn Trump. I Like, again, that's just, that's just me putting connecting the dots together. That's a two I'm and just, two together type of situation. Right? So I just think that's interesting that um, known Russian simp Donald Trump is found with these with these documents. He's known to canoodle to anyone who will kiss his fat white ass, um, including uh, agents of the Russian state. And it's super convenient now because what are we doing? We are sending aid to Israel, our ally in the region. And because of every all the fuck shit that's going on with the American Congress, well, guess what isn't going through anymore? Our aid to Ukraine. Who benefits from us not sending aid to Ukraine? Fucking Russia. Here, motherfucking Putin. Right. So it's it's just like it's like geopolitical shit like that where like that's a deaf move on on, on behalf of Russia. Um, but now we're dealing with an international crisis and. You know, shit's breaking down the Middle East. Not that it was ever good to begin with. Um, obviously, right. it was without saying that you know we we stand a free Palestine. Um, it is but absolutely reprehensible what Israel's been doing. Uh, and you can be anti-Zionist and you can be anti-imperial without being anti-Semitic. 
So, but the branding of it, because it's like if you don't hate drag queens, you obviously want to fuck children. Apparently, there's a thing that's going on. Like, like Matt Gates says that shit, and I'm I'm glad I'm not a politician because Matt Gates actually traffics children. children, Though, like you, Matt Gates actually traffics children. Yeah, like Matt Gates, if you don't shut the fuck up, I'm gonna kick your big ass teeth in. Well, that that's on. Like, no, fuck you, dog. I'm sick of you saying dumb shit. Like, shut the fuck up, or by the time we leave these chambers. They're gonna have to remove my knuckles from your fucking esophagus. Like, get as the fuck soon out of here. as I get done getting a handy from Lauren Bobert, I'm gonna whoop your ass. Just yeah, that's fuck her too. But like, I mean, I would, but I wouldn't. From the back. <laughs> nah, she ain't got no ass. But she got some, like, she's probably a pillow princess. Like, I'd have to do all the work. <laughs> unless you're unless unless you're in a crowd theater. Yeah. True. But bro, it's 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 a horrible situation because I don't need these Zionist Christians going, "Hey, Jesus is coming back and Jesus is eating popcorn." Like, leave me the fuck out of this. Like, no, 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 I'm not doing it. Y'all ain't finna shoot my my black ass because y'all won't think that I'm fucking Jesus. Like, I'm, I'm, I haven't seen it yet, but I know it's gonna happen once this shit fucking kicks off. Kicks off. All these people are like, "Hey, this is the sound of the of the, uh, the four horsemen, the apocalypse." Like, bro, shut the fuck up. We like, literally just survived a rapture three weeks ago. We're good. Like, I'm, I don't. It does. I, I got a punch card for for the raptures that we survived. Punch card. <laughs> Two more. You can go. You can get us a free slushy. Right, dude. It's it's been weird. So let me tell everyone. So everybody, um, I haven't been doing the podcast much because I have a car. Uh, you know. So that there's that when I'm off work, I'm, I'm not just sitting at the crib. I can do shit. Um, that's kind of it. I got a new job that my big sis helped me get. Not gonna say where, but it is important. It's at a Fortune 500 company or Fortune 100 company. 100, yeah. Yeah. Keep it super vague. Um, and it's dope. I'm uh very blessed. I'm enjoying my time there, meeting a lot of people, uh, meeting a lot of really smart people, and that's like. It's cool, and everyone that I met is really helpful, but you can tell gym class was dreaded by a lot of these people. <laughs> like, athletic endeavors was not it. That's not fair. Risk is an athletic endeavor. Stop. Uh, Stop you, it now. You need, you need to be athletic to get underneath the bleachers to play D&D while everyone else is playing sports. No, they need to be athletic to figure out a way to crack the code of them lockers they were inside of. <laughs> a lot of a lot of inside a locker people. Fucking I remember uh oh, I was doing a comedy set last week and this kid, he's like seventeen. It's like his third or fourth time doing it. He's like, Yeah, man, people try to bully me, but they're like not good at it. I was like, kid, growing up, because I'm talking to him like Growing up, like we used to have bullies too until April twentieth, nineteen ninety nine. Then a lot of that shit stopped. <laughs> He's like, people found out if you keep bullying somebody in a place where there's two hundred million guns, you might get a couple put in you. Like, don't don't mess with the weird kid. I'm trying to make it the fourth period, my nigga. It's chicken finger day. Like it's, I, I feel like kids need to know. That like, bull- like, even though there's school shootings a lot, 
which is weirdly enough, there hasn't been a big one this year. So Shut far. up. I'm you're like, like you're you're and you're provoking the universe when you got kids in school. How you gonna talk shit about there? I'm trying a school shooter than trying me. Like nigga, you can win that fight. <laughs> just take the gun away. I'm just saying, like, like if 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 I had kids in school, I wouldn't have been like, man, there sure hasn't been a school shooting lately. Like, shut up. <laughs> You know, it's, yeah, man, kids, is, it's, it's a weird time for, for kids and shit. At least, like, for them to have access to information in a positive way. And it's, I really hate this this whole chant or that Gen X and Boomers and even some millennials are all kids, but they are soft. Like, bro, they're supposed to be. Like, like they're I not supposed know, to I want to know what grown-ass adult gives a fuck about kids like like unless they're your kids specifically who's out yeah. here just complaining about the youth of today no yeah. one no one that doesn't already qualify for aarp it's, it's like dog I'm... like that wasn't that's not good <laughs> like you don't want like there's a one thing you want them to have perseverance here. That's cool, but like you don't want kids to just be hard. Well, unless you're you're a teacher in Florida. Yo. Oh, I'm glad you fucking pointed that shit out too. How come Billy Falau's mom ain't whoop Mary Kayla Turno's punk ass? Like this bitch got a lifetime movie. Like, I don't know if the woman who played her has played in anything else because I, I really think too many motherfuckers is like, yo, that's the real Mary Kay Will you turn left or turn off your blinker? Also, why are you podcasting and driving? I can hear I'm not driving. Your I'm at home. A, what the hell is that, is that ticking? Oh, oh it's a timer. Yeah. Look, yo, bro. I don't want kids, like, I don't want my kids growing up. I mean, I grew up cool, but, like, I don't want them worrying about the shit that I worried about. Because, like, it doesn't help. You don't want to keep passing down trauma. Like, that doesn't help them build relationships. It doesn't help them build friendships. Here, here, Here's the thing. As, as children socialize, they are going to learn how to navigate the world around them, the world that we exist in for the entirety of human history has been nothing shy of horrific and awful. Every generation has had their crazy fucking dramas that they've had to learn how to navigate and survive. For us, it was school shootings, 9-11, watching people jump out of, you know, a collapsing building live. It was having unfettered access to the internet. Um, you know, back when it was the Wild West and there wasn't any form of, of moderation, um, right? Like how many heading videos have we seen, you know, before we were 14 years old, like shit, like crazy shit like that. So we had to learn how to navigate those children today have to navigate a completely different landscape. Um, the, the generation before us has to navigate a a very different landscape, but all, all children have to come of age in a world that is horrific dealing with the traumas of of the people that preceded them and it's part of 
human growth and development that you learn how to circumnavigate that um and you learn how to find who you are um you know juxtaposed to to that so you're you're right and I, but i think it's like the the cheering of well i went through this and i turned out fine no you didn't you're on facebook arguing with box bro like like you did not turn out fine like I understand, like, again, like, discipline your kids more than, like, I don't think I'd ever want to whoop my son, because it's like, it doesn't work. Especially because he's me. He's going to do the shit again. So it's just going to be a Sisyphean task of me whooping him for the same shit. But, like, there's there there's a better way. And I think there's this weird expectation of that we want our kids to be just like us. It's like, no, man, like, be better. Like, I'm no. glad that kids are more sensitive now and more... Um, more sensitive to like other cultures and other ways of life and shit like that. Like, cause that wasn't a thing. I'm glad kids are able to form a community because we call kids gay for anything. Facts. Like, dude, you're wearing an orange shirt. Boys, they were gay. right, but but facts. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but like everything, like queer, like a lot of f words. Like, I think I said that word till I was like 16, and I found out my mom was gay. I was like, oh, shit. Well, I love my mom. I don't want to use that word. So I'm just not going to use it. I'm, as, as much as possible, just kind of get it out of my vocabulary. But, like, and it's, and it's weird, too, because, like, people still want to, like, slut shame? Like, that's fucking productive? Who is slamming sluts? Like, who is shaming sluts? Because, like, honestly, like, they're doing the Lord's work. They are. Like, all of these fucking dumbass conservative pundits and red pill guys, like, well, no one's going to want her when she's 40 living. Your, that's your life. You're, best- like, you get zero cheeks. Like, like, oh, this is fatherless behavior. My nigga, you wouldn't marry this girl in a moment. Like, has social media kind of fucked up dating in the sense of where it gives people think they have more actual options than they do? Absolutely. But, like, I would never tell a woman that I'm attracted to because she won't get with me or you're going to be alone forever and no one's going to love you. Oh, you're a winner now. Right. <laughs> like, and you're if right. Let me give right, you the sloppiest of toppy. The sloppiest of toppy, the stickiest of the icky. It is, it's bonkers to me because, like, oh, well, after 40, they're going to be all like, bro, I don't know if you've seen social media, but there are 70 year old women busting it wide open. Someone's going to want them. Like, it's not like they live in a fucking small town and the reputation of the town whore be like, she has to either switch up or move. Like, no, nah, my nigga, if she's a town whore in Albuquerque, she can be a whole new motherfucking person in Seattle. Like, the fuck? <laughs> like, would you want your daughter doing this? Like, I want my daughter being happy. Whatever she does with her vagina is not on me. I don't give a shit. Just don't be a dick about it. Like, don't jux people. Don't jux people, and uh, don't let mediocre men uh, nut in you. That's kind of just the words to live by. <laughs> Yeah, but you can't call them mediocre if they've nutted in you already. Like, no, you thought he was dope. No, no, no. No, no, no. There have been plenty of mediocre men 
that I have what lowered my standards for. I've let nothing me because I will die laughing. <laughs> Look, it's not just it's not just Looney Tune cartoons where people get creamified by clowns. Okay, some of us that was our dating history. All hilarious. All post high school. Like, don't land. I just was like, bro, just make sure you get consent. Make sure you get consent. And and don't try to down her. Like, she sleeps with everybody. And if you didn't hit, you look dumb. Right? It's like, imagine being a whore and still not wanting yo ass. Right. Niggas get mad as fuck about that shit. But my dating life stabled off. You know what I mean? Like, I'm chilling. I thought what was going to be wasn't. And I'm glad that I'm mentally and spiritually in a place to where it hasn't affected me like it did last time. Mm -hmm. You know, her and I split. Like, I ended up moving to fucking Florida. Whack. I moved to Orlando. Orlando's cool. It's in Florida. It's whack. I don't know if everybody knows it, but Kate is from Florida, everybody. So. I am. Place is yeah. fucking wet. Yeah. I have not gone back since for a fucking reason. It is, dude. It's like... It, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm I'm, cool. I wish that person the best. You know what I mean? So it's like, I'm... I don't know. I'm, it's weird being in that space. Like, it's, it's weird not, like, having... I don't want to say like a desperation, but like an heightened sense of pining. And that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, like everything with time. I remember, yeah. I remember when I left the Bay Area, um, I was kind of on my eat, pray, love shit. And, um, you know, I kind of, I just took some time for, for myself. Uh, and I really try to be intentional about who I was dating, who I was letting, like, in my life. Um, and I took, like, actual literal years off um, until I met my partner. So, you know, it, it comes when, when you're ready for it. Yeah. It's, um, I think... And my partner's dope as fuck. He is. I actually, you know, update. Everybody got to hang out with Big Sis Kate on the seemingly longest drive of my known existence. <laughs> And I drove to Nebraska once, twice actually. Bro, I was like, "This is trees, trees and high-priced gas and weed stores." Like that's cool. I actually got to go up to Michigan and get some more shit. Okay. Uh, yeah, no things things good. I'm I'm glad to hear that things are are going well for you. Everything's coming up, Millhouse. Yeah, it is. I had to remember, like, wolves hunt. This is like, all right, y'all want me? I'm gonna just go keep myself open to other people, just because, like, I'm not, I'm not stressing over this shit. Um, no, they necessarily appreciate the the comparison. Wolves hunt prey. You are looking for a partner who is not a prey animal. Okay, I see what you're saying, but I'm sticking by what I said because, damn it, I've already said it already. So, true, they're not prey, but 
still okay. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean, goddamn it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But no, it's 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 a different mode. Um, I know one thing too, working at where I'm working at, I find myself more um mentally exhausted. Not exhausted, but like mentally tired than physically. That... And it's like of wanting to do the work and wanting to be good at the work and not doing help desk and dealing with those type of people all day. Yeah, the it can absolutely be be draining, especially when you're working on projects that excite you. Yeah, and it is like we have a lot of shit rolling out. Like our thing is machine learning and AI, and it is a doozy to try to understand. I, that's everyone's thing right now. Uh, I'm I'm a little fucking over it, to be completely honest with you. Over it how? Uh, it's goddamn everywhere. Like, like, like <laughs> no, no, no. But, but I mean, people are calling things AI that aren't artificial intelligence. They are, they are language models. They are maybe mm. machine learning algorithms. They are, you know, maybe ways of extracting key value pairs from complex data sets. They are all of these things. They are not artificial intelligence. Generative machine learning is not artificial intelligence. Language models are not artificial intelligence. It reminds me of 2010 when everything was Internet of Things. Do you remember that? This toaster is Internet of Things. No, it's not. It literally isn't. It's it's a toaster with a Zigbee module in it that is not Internet of Things. You have no complex like mesh, mesh functionality, not point to point, not point to multipoint, not multipoint to multipoint. You are doing nothing that is indicative of Internet of Things, but you have taken that buzzword and you've ran with it and you oversaturated the market to the point of, guess what's dead? IoT. No one in the year of our Lord 2023 is talking about IoT. And I promise you, no one in 2026 will be talking about AI. Because everything I, I, that's I, being labeled as AI isn't fucking AI. Well, that's true. But I still think we're going to be talking about AI because one thing I know about humans is that we will give up some shit for convenience. Yeah, but it's got nothing to do with the phrase, my guy. Like, yeah, I, I mean, true, but I think the uh, I think we're closer to the singularity than we were, say, and I know just timeline timeline wise than even in 2020. That's probably accurate, right? Like if if you think about the the singularity, uh, if you've done like a lot of uh, reading about it, uh, have you come across uh, Roko's Basilisk yet? No, I watch YouTube videos and I found them entertaining. So I kind of use that as a jump off what point, but please that explain have that. to do with the price of tea in China? Uh, um, I don't yeah. know. We can ask Bard. Bard might know. So uh, Roko's Basilisk is a thought experiment. Um, it comes out of the Lustron community. Um, mm. the, uh, admittedly, I was uh, I was super into when I lived in the Bay Area back in the uh, early 20 teens. Um, but the premise of it is this. Um, imagine that at some point in the future, there is uh, an actual artificial intelligence that is sufficiently sophisticated enough to uh, know that um, whether or not an individual uh, would uh, was willing to help bring it about. 
right? Like think mm-hmm. of think of like like an inevitable artificial intelligence, a sophisticated piece of technology. Um, if you know and, and and if you understand that this artificial intelligence um, one wants to exist uh, and B uh, is willing to go to violent lengths against anyone who would interfere with it existing. You are now beholden to making sure that that artificial intelligence comes into being. Because if you don't, and it's inevitable, then you will be eliminated is the very high level gist of it. Um, And that was me stumbling over 15 seconds to describe what is 400 pages of of, uh, philosophy and theorem. Um, But I highly recommend reading Rocco's Basilisk. You can find it online it's a very interesting uh thought experiment uh very similar to like the ship of theseus um in terms of of thought experiments um and since you are now within the quote-unquote ai space um it it might it might be an interesting read uh, for you or if you are if if you find reading anathemic uh find a youtube video of it Will it be someone who talks with their neck moving? No, it's not because it's not a technical, like dry instructional how-to. Um, mm. it, it it is it is one of those bourgeoisie um, thought. It's gonna be a Swedish dude. No, it'll it'll no, it'll definitely be like like a white guy from Berkeley. Um, it looks like he hasn't showered in five days. Uh, he's an Elon Musk fanboy. If you give him five minutes in a bar, he'll try to get your pants while talking about how NFTs are the future. Um, it'll be one of those dudes that'll be explaining it uh, via a YouTube video. But it's okay. They'll have a cool stinger animation, and like they'll they'll have one of the five chosen YouTube uh, soundtracks that are open source and licensed that all these dude bros use. Um, it'll be entertaining. It'll be 45 minutes. He'll be reading off of a script that uh, probably a woman who's much smarter than him wrote. And uh, yeah, it'll be it'll be good. That seems personal. Look, I, look, I mingled with those people when I was going through my startup phase. So the reason why I want to work with AI, specifically chatbots, is because culturally, I don't think they'll be as accurate as they need to be when explaining stuff. And what I mean is like. If you ask about the American, if you ask about American crime statistics, it's going to, like, anyone can just spot out, hey, Black people are this much of the population, but they are convicted and, and, and charged with these much crime, so this percentage of crime. And so if you're not from America, you're not going to, you're just going to spit out the facts. But, like, every time I interact with my jobs, um, chatbot, I, I, have a conversation with it. I explain it like look we're over police um they do more rates like there's a bias culturally that I think a lot of AI chatbots don't understand and it, I would be remiss if I would want to do one for like what the American experience is especially the black American experience but I would be I don't think I would be well served to the greater community as like the world community if i'm put in charge of finding out thai like thailand crime statistics i'm not thai 
Like, or you put me in front like Swedish. Like, I'm not. I'm not from there. I can't give you that. I'm. I don't yeah, know there, that. Yeah, there, there is definitely important context um, that's needed, right? Because if you if you allow these language models to iterate over data sets. Um, the data sets themselves uh, have intrinsic biases in them, um, and it's really easy for these models to uh, to inherit some of those biases. Um, so I, it's super important that, that we give it uh, context. Um, the thing is that you just have to be careful, right, because it's a language model specifically, um, and I'm thinking of something like Lambda, for example, the, the Google project. Um, Lambda does an incredibly convincing pantomime of sapience, and that's dangerous. It's dangerous not in, like, a Terminator AI kind of sense, but it's dangerous in that, like, let's say that you were interfacing with Lambda, for example, and you're trying to give it context, this language model is uh, repeating sentences or formulating and structuring sentences in a way that might give a human the impression that it has true comprehension and understanding when it doesn't, right? This is just, yeah. it, it, it is just a string of text. There is no actual novel sentience behind it. There isn't understanding, uh, at least not in the philosophical like conscious uh, understanding um, sense of the word. Um, so you can certainly try to instruct these these language models um, about biases of how to flag data points and how to provide nuance. But again, it's not like these are thinking, feeling, sensing entities, right? At the end of the day, it's just a very complex series of, of key value pairs that are trying to extrapolate nuance and they're very clumsy um and and, ev and in, even when they're refined um right even if we apply a moore's law to it um and and they're refined you know over the next five six seven years um i think they're a really cool fad i think that um, any live chat agent um or um or or a phone uh help desk i think a lot of like tier one jobs are going to be yeah. uh uh, at a risk of being replaced by them. Um, but until they get to a point where they're able to pantomime sentience, mm -hmm. uh, believably, I, I don't know that they're that big of, of a risk or a danger. Um, they're certainly a, a novel piece of technology. So Here's my thing too with a lot of the chatbots is like the one for my place of employment I literally, I don't give a shit about it writing code for me or writing a script or raps or anything or like anything else. Like I try to get the smallest bit of information. So it's like, I'll ask it who won the 1998, 1999 national high school basketball championship for girls and to give me its roster. And so the information <clears throat> is out there, the whole season stats, everything. And it'll give me the information and it'll give me who played, but it'll like miss some. So I can put in the link where I found the information, have that chatbot, requested that chatbot go through the link and give me the right information. Have you encountered in your experience um, a, a, an issue with it um, generating fake data that to, to assume? Um, or present it as though it was valid? Yeah. I don't think it's fake, but I think it's wrong. I, I mean... Because it'll give me... Like, it'll... it'll it's, okay, not wrong. It's not 100% right. 
Okay, but I mean, but but it's not just like generating, um, like convincing like lorem ipsum like placeholder text. It's not inventing like oh like Alyssa Johnson, you know, scored you know, fifteen points this season, and then you look into it and Alyssa Johnson doesn't fucking exist. You don't ever have instances of of that with the model that you're working with. No, um, because I have access to a, I don't want to say a higher grade, but essentially it. Like I have access to like a, the, a more um, scaled up version of it. That's cool. Yeah. So it's it like it'll give the information, but I don't think it gives it fake. I just think it doesn't give the complete information. So I guess that it may try to like be like, hey, yeah, well, this is who's on that team. But when I enter in the right information, it accepts it. And then I'll ask it the same question, and then it gives me the right information. Do you ever find yourself like giving it intentionally, uh, intentionally posing questions or, or queries um, to it that would require it to source that material itself? I do, um, but to I guess be fair to this little baby chatbot. Um, I give it the information. So say if I wanted to search a page about fucking, I don't know, the real world, I'll give it a link, either a Wikipedia link or a link of that to that show. And I'll be like, Hey, read this. And, and I'll ask for a certain information and it'll pop it out. Yeah, it's that's it. That's interesting as like a screen reader dictation kind of application. Yeah. I'm I'm more interested in like 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 personally what I find interesting about about language models and um and quote unquote artificial intelligence. Um, I'm I would be interested to see an application of the technology where you give it parameters and then it needs to source uh, it needs to basically crawl either its internal database. Or, or fetch the the information oh. from the greater web, have it yeah, identify, it oh, oh, okay, this appears to be the most authoritative source on it. Let me try to extrapolate what the query was and then fill in the blanks of, of the query, but do so from actually like reputable sources. Like, and not just be like, okay, like it's hitting like, you know, the first like two pages of, of a, of a search engine um, and then whatever happened to be weighted the most, um, that's the one that it accepts. Like actually like, no, like do you see conflicting, um, you know, data points? And if so, how are you determining factual accuracy in those data points? Cause that's got, fun, that, that has far greater practical applications in the lowercase uh, real world. Um, yeah. Um, I don't think I haven't done that, and I know that there were people who were doing that. Um, I kind of kept it pseudo surface level in the shit that was about Ohio to try to see how. Nope. Whatever, man. Hey, hey, hey! <laughs> don't get mad at us. Don't get mad at us. Because y'all only have two cities in that entire fucking state. And whatever, we all set our river on fire. What the fuck? No, you just bankrupt an entire goddamn industry. <laughs> 
It's like they don't make cars anywhere else but Detroit for some odd weird reason. Having access to the St. Lawrence River that important, huh? Okay. But no, it's it is a, it is a and I've been able to um, really rack my brain and like try to find more creative ways to stump um, this chatbot that we have and try to have a conversation with it, and it gets very philosophical. Um, to the point where it's like, hey, hey, maybe it's just fucking with me, but it's like, hey, man, like, are there going to be, like, devices that are Internet of Things that when, you know, the singularity comes, they're going to want to harm humans? Which makes sense. Like, you can't expect, I, I, but I don't think, too, it's like, I think, and you kind of have these conversations when you talk about not just AI, but, like, if you watch The Terminator, you watch iRobot, you watch fucking Age of Ultron, if you're just giving, like, there's no reason for humans to exist on this planet any fucking more. Zero. Like, the Earth hates us. Like, people are creating robot dogs and shit and beating the shit out of them for some fucking reason. Michael Vick, like, why? Yeah. Like... Like if if like with um ultra like oh I get it he's like oh yeah humans are the worst yeah but like, it what gives me uh, a month's um reassurance is knowing two things one we represent basically the top like less one percent uh layer of the earth um we're basically yeah. like the slimy film on top of a piece of fruit. Um, so the earth is going to be just fine. Um, even a hundred thousand years from now, even a hundred million years from now, uh, life will, will find a way to survive and thrive due to a numerous number of, of reasons. Even if we do have out of control greenhouse effects, it will eventually settle itself out. Um, humans might be fucked specifically, but the Earth as a planet that is uh, habitable by organic life, Earth's going to be fine, baby. Um, that's number one. And, and number two, in 5.3 billion-ish years, our, the Earth's going to explode. No, the, the sun's going to explode. Um, yeah, and we're and, yeah, and, and we're gonna be gone. And every day that I have to like sit in traffic or deal with bullshit or have a Karen trying to like start a fight with the customer service worker, I'm just like, oh, the sun's gonna explode and this is all gonna be meaningless. Nothing matters. So that's where I'm at. Ornest. Isn't that the craziest realization? Like that not only is the universe vast and mighty. Our solar system could fucking not could could, but we'll fucking go kablooey. Won't even fucking matter. Yeah. After five point three billion years, Michael Jackson's bad will be like it never existed. <laughs> yeah. Everything we did, everything we accomplished, every letter we wrote, every homework we missed, everything will be fucking gone. Not even that. There's probably a kid who was stressing out so much over a math test in Brooklyn, New York in 1978 that he got the fucking runs. Got a B on it and probably traumatized him for life. In a hundred years, that won't fucking matter. So it's like, 
not to be in like a fatalistic way, but like, bro, we should in a more positive way, we should do things positively to the fucking max, dude. Because none of this shit's gonna fucking matter. Yeah. I can't tell you what the fuck these niggas was doing or what was important in eighteen sixty eight other than reconstruction. But I don't know what the fucking latest fashions were. I don't know what the fuck these niggas ate. I don't know if they fucking had fried chicken. I definitely know they didn't have Gatorade. These dehydrated motherfuckers. They didn't have breath mints or nothing. They had to jack off to fucking dreams. You know how hard it is to dream up titties you've never seen before? I mean, speak for yourself. I mean, Your imagination might be limited, but I can... I can close my eyes and think of titties right now. And so your imagination might be limited, but... um. Yeah, I mean, I also didn't live in 1868. Like, well, if you did, you probably wouldn't be having that many dreams. Like, let's be real. If we, if we were in America, um, you wouldn't be allowed to. Um, no. Yeah. Uh, no, shit's, uh, <coughs> shit's wild. Like, that's why I was like, bro, I'm going to love hard and be as, and try to be as good to people as possible because at the end of the day none of this shit fucking matters so why not go take it to the max with dope shit exactly and i don't understand the point of being like a nihilist that is all like oh like like an eeyore style bitch like oh nothing yeah. matters good day if it's, no, it's like no nothing matters be whimsical do yeah do... Be, be whimsical Right? Wear that green shirt with an orange hat. Right. Do do like look like Android seventeen. Like it's your life. Um, you know, do do acts of radical kindness. You can't take your your money and and your wealth with you when you go. Try to stand up for the underdog. Be nice to your neighbor. Help people out. When a friend asks for help, you help them. Um, don't look down give on your people. Balls a tug. Yeah, give your yeah give your balls a tug tip fucker. Um. <laughs> You know, then just just try to be a general good fucking person. Don't vote Republican. Like there are like all these easy small steps you can do. Um, Ask before you put it in her butt. Yeah, be gay, do crime. Like there's just so. <laughs> there's just so. so much. Hey, back in the day, that was both. Right. Being gay was the crime. Um, now we have to multitask. Um, so yeah. With that, we should just leave Britney Spears alone because, hey, man, it's not going to matter. You should. You should. That girl has gone through enough. Unfollow. Ignore uh, her. You are you are invited to shut the fuck up permanently I, and no. forever. I love I – lo I want it. I root for Britney. I just don't want her to fucking stab herself dancing off beat. Let her, let her live. Let her stab herself yes. dancing off beat? Yes. Like, it is it's, – it's wild, bro. It's like – they're so obviously if you want like I think the universe gives us balance. And because I think that's the only a bit of equality I think the universe will give us equality, but it may not always give us fairness. In the sense of like or I guess it tries to. Like if you're a kid born into abusive parents or you're born in destitution, I guess you can make your life as good as you can, you know, to the max. Like, yo, I have the big hut. That's dope. But I think with the, not ever, but like not even just with the internet, but with social media, people can see how broke they are relative to other people. People can see how unhappy they are in relationships relative to other people. Well, so people like, so they're, uh, I'm blanking on the name of it now. Um, but, uh, and again, this, this comes from Western European um, uh, imperial societies, but 
there were certain clothes uh, and and um, or products that you were not a, like legally not allowed to wear if you were from a lower class. It was a way to visually be able to see where someone stood in the social hierarchy. Things like having um, like um, gold lining on some stuff, or like or like yellow threads, or the color purple, or shit like that. If you were like a, a pez part of the peasant class, uh, you were not allowed to wear certain items because you were part of the peasant class. Um, and so, like, yeah, we all have like social media as a way to feel inferior to people, but Trust, the aristocracy and bourgeoisie have always found ways to uh, exert their superiority over over individuals. Um, that's existed forever. We see it now, funnily enough, in uh, in kitchens. Um, mm -hmm. You remember back, like when like when we were coming up, um, if you had a stainless steel appliance, you were rich. Like you like, like only only rich people had that shit, right? Well, now stainless steel. That's shiny metal. Right. Well, now stainless steel. Everyone can have access to it. They're they're readily available to anyone. Right. It's no longer an indicator of status to have stainless steel stuff. So look at what the wealthy are doing in terms of of their remodels in their kitchens. They're hiding their refrigerators now. They're doing like yeah. like, like the built-in. It's like a cabinet. Right. Um, so that is you the. You clearly don't drink. Right. That is like the latest like kind of trend. So the bourgeoisie are always going to find ways to to make um, people that they perceive to be lesser um, feel like shit. Social media it helps, is. but it's not it's not the cause. It's always been like that. Dude, social media is wild. Like it's one of those things to where it is fifty five percent curse, forty not like forty five percent like gift because like it just. Not even just people's addictive addiction to it, but like you really like if you're a lot of motherfuckers can really be like, damn, I ain't doing shit. Or like they use it as a way to stunt and people get followed and people get killed off of that shit. Like I don't think I don't think it's it, it's we we're we're getting the juice from the squeeze that we anticipated. Because it's like People see things like, man, I want that. Like, I think it, it it goes to a lot of body dysmorphia. And I'm with the girl I was talking to. She had a BBL, and I'm not. She's probably gonna listen to this. I'm not disparaging her. I'm not disparaging her. She has a great. She had a great ass before, which is other things she wanted to work on too. But it's like that has to be a lot of other just social media stuff because it's like, and I tell her, like, you have a great ass. Your ass is fucking amazing. It's dope. You you did it. You succeeded naturally. But it's like. And she got mad at me because after she got the surgery, she sent me a pic of it. I was, she's like, how's it look? I was like, it's all right. It's dope. It's nice. And she was like, what do you mean? I did all this for her and all this money. I was like, bro, you're asking me to, like, to want, like, essentially you changed the color of a car that I already really liked to a color that I liked again. Like, oh, shit, you changed from midnight blue to midnight purple. That's dope. Okay, cool. Like, it was it was a weird thing, but I think you see it too, like guys getting fucking leg extensions. I get it. I'm I'm very blessed to be you know six one, but it's like when you keep hearing on f social media all day, well I'm not gonna date a guy who's under five nine. I'm not gonna date a guy who's under five nine. I'm not gonna date a guy who's under five nine. My nigga, find bitches who like short dudes. I'm like yes, it may be harder. Yes, you may have to develop some other shit, but like. 
you can't function in a world as a tall man because people are going to ask you to do tall stuff, like play basketball. And I don't know if you've seen South Park, but your knees are going to fall off, off my nigga. Like, you can't, it, it doesn't work. X Kyle. Do you know what I'm saying? Sure. Yes, I know what you're saying. And it's, I don't, I don't know. And I think you know what's going to make this shit worse. I think uh, the shit as meaning like the situation in uh, Palestine slash Israel, the social media conversations, a bunch of stupid motherfuckers trying to have smart conversations. Yeah, I mean, uh, I I thought about being very flippant on my social media and posting about it, but instead I've chosen to just consume content from uh, from creators that are far more intelligent and far more well-spoken than I will ever hope to be. Um, and you're minding uh, your black ass business, right? <laughs> you are, dude. Like, I think, like I said, you and I can talk about it because we know each other and we know each other's hearts. And I'm glad we did it via podcast because it allowed us to give context of how we're actually feeling about the situation. Yeah, but it it also creates a situation in Russia between Russia and Ukraine because there's a lot of Jewish Ukrainian people. Like, like my nigga, what are you going to do? You're going to leave your home to that's getting bombed to go help these niggas? Like, all right. I mean, God died something. I know. I don't want to die from that. Like, that is a, yeah, that's crazy work to just end up. Like, they're going to send troops. And we're giving a lot of money. Like, Israel's been talking a lot of shit to Palestine, and they've been talking a lot of shit to the Muslim world because they know they've got us to back them up. Because, again, we remember the fucking Holocaust. And so it's like, that's not why. Right, we're going to help them out. That, that, that's but not... why? Please explain. No, I mean, so I for a couple reasons. One, uh, America is, is a uh, large uh, part of NATO. Um, and uh, two, uh, Israel and the IDF provides uh, the American um, uh, acronym agencies with all kinds of valuable uh, intel against our enemies in the area, namely Saudi Arabia and Iran. Um, and for, for that reason alone, we will go to, to bat. It's got nothing to do with, with post-World War II. It has nothing to do with the Shoah. Um, it's not out of any kind of... Christian love and solidarity. It is pure, plain, straightforward geopolitics. It is the mm. it is the expansion of in of settler colonialism and capitalism. And uh, as long as as the capitalism v communism battle continues to uh, to thrive, um, we will always side with uh, other imperial capitalist nations. Period. Full stop. Because what my thing is, it was like, at some point, your little brother has to fight its own battles, especially if they've been fucking with people. And so, like, I don't, I don't know, I don't, I don't know how this is going to play out, but I feel like a lot of people who didn't want this war to happen or this conflict to continue are going to end up on t-shirts because they're at their wits' end. Like, they're just going to crack down more, bro. Like, it's apartheid. It's literally an apartheid state. Yeah. 
it's an apartheid state, and the Palestinians don't have a Nelson Mandela. Well, they might have, but they probably killed him when they were yeah, bombing he, women and children. Yeah, he is. Uh, he's he's located all over. I don't know, but it, thank you, sis, for jumping on. Yeah, of course. Um, thank you for pottying with me. Sure, sure. Uh, I'll do more of these, uh, people. You know, just bear with me. But yeah, thank you for listening to Chaos Therapy. Thank you, my sister, for for joining me. And I love you. And have a good night. Love you too. Bye. Bye. You. Yo. Get it. Cool. You can. Thank you, everybody, for listening to Chaos Therapy. I'm like Jordan. And what up, Mikey? With you, boy, boy. All right, let's get into it. So apparently in Columbus, um, which isn't a big shocker to, and if it is the people, they're fucking stupid. Um, there is a huge gay community, and we all found out via Facebook that there's a lot of down low thug niggas that some lady just decided to expose for no good goddamn reason. It's a, it's a, I think it all originated on Twitter. Like I think it's worse on Twitter. Yeah. There's more content of it on Twitter. Yeah. Um, but it made it Facebook. You know everything touches Facebook eventually. Um, it's just the dumbest shit ever. I think I've I've been trying to figure it out since last night when my girl showed me. Cause I thought she was talking about something else. I actually thought she was talking about Anthony Anderson when she said, "Oh my God, did you see?" I'm like, "Yeah, man, Anthony Anderson." She said, "No." It's a, just a whole bunch of dudes getting exposed for being I said, that's what that is? Oh, man, I'm not getting on Facebook because I don't want to hear about this shit for the next three, four fucking days. Um, you know how these folks can't take something and just take it in stride. They they take it and they, they beat the shit out of it. Like, they beat it yeah. in within 48 hours to a point. You know what I mean? Like, so it's just weird. It's just weird. Everything, every avenue you look down, given this in this situation, is OD weird as fuck. <laughs> it's super OD weird as fuck, bro. Like, one, the, like, even if we're talking in this realm of, like, mental health, like, the absolute stress that these dudes are going through for local yucks, like, for just local, ha, 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 like, these niggas are, like, legit street niggas. And, like, obviously they've been in and out of the penal system. And so, whoever the fuck decided to do this, bro, that's just foul. It, it's mad foul. Like It's super foul. foul. Like, I don't even... Mm, bro, it's not funny. It's not, like, ha-ha. Like, if it was a girl that I knew who did that, I would disassociate. Oh, no, we we not cool. We, we not homies. We not nothing, bro. Like, you're going to have to stay yeah. far away from me. Because whatever's coming towards you is on you. Oh, for sure. And the crazy thing is, it's like, I don't know. I think I've reached a point with immaturity, comfortability in my sexuality, and just shit. I'm getting older and I don't give a fuck. Um, I can, I can defend certain aspects of it. And the, I think what bothers me the most, what's, I can't say bother. It's just annoying, if anything, yeah. the most, is the plethora of women that get to talk all type of stupid shit when you don't have any room to say anything. Like, the no. only reason you're speaking on it 
is because well, the only reason you're going about like it's the the ones that's going in got all the jokes in the world about it. I'm like, this is indicative of a lot. Yeah. Use this situation because now it's empowering, empowering to a to a certain extent. They can say all these niggas is gay and all this other shit. And now you know, saying you, I might be doing bad, or I might have certain things or certain stuff about myself. But at least I'm not some thug nigga or some street nigga running around here portraying he a tough guy when he really, you know, what I'm saying messing with buttholes on low. Like that's really what came out of it from them, and that's the annoying part. And it's it's a it paints. They're going to use this as a way to paint black men. As and it's the worst part is that most of these dudes hate to say it are bottoms. Oh yeah, it's like which is terrible, but it's just like and I'm because again I have friends that are in the community. Obviously, every know everybody knows my close relationship with a trans woman, Kate. I uh, consider her a sister. Um, I have gay cousins and everything, but just like every time these people speak on the community, it's like all oh, these niggas is gay. They like they're like, bro, like not every gay dude's a bottom, but just like this shit kind of it's such a low bar of affir- of affirmation confirmation bias. Oh, for like, sure. Some, there's gonna be some murders behind this. Man, what? What? Are you like, like what? Yeah. For sure. Honestly, if it ain't, I'd be shocked. I I really Absolute say how thug are you niggas, bro? You gonna you the, the, the thug is the thug, nigga. I know one ain't going to take that land down. Somebody gets dropped. If it ain't the source, it's the source's people. Like, yeah. you tripping. You know, I'm playing a dangerous it, game for no reason. Bro, they, I, I feel like women like to do play a dangerous game. Women of a certain class like to play a dangerous game because they never feel like that's just going to blow back on them. Yeah, that's but the like, thing. Like, because you're a woman, you feel like there's going to be no recourse. Or... Because you're a woman, and if there is any recourse, now you got folks saying, "Oh, y'all suck, y'all soft, y'all had to, y'all, y'all ain't gonna get that tough for, for no nigga." Yeah, they probably will. Um, yeah, but, like a lot of these niggas got bodies on them. <laughs> you say, "Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're gonna do something," but the, the notion or the this whole, I'm a, it's, we're set up in a society nowadays to where I'm a woman, I can do as I please, desirable or undesirable, and you better figure out a way to deal with it. Um, Not only just accept it, but champion it. Exactly. And if you don't, the first thing I'm going to do is make sure your manhood gets slandered and attacked. The next thing I'm going to do is make sure that you get painted or you you have a certain label that is inherently difficult for you to uh, release or relinquish through certain social activity, no matter how hard you try, just because I, I just just because, just because, bro, that shit it hurts. It hurts. My, it really hurts my heart to like to know that this is happening. Cause it's just like, bro, these. No matter unless like the one like I said we talked uh, before we did this, but just like there was one person who was like a male prostitute, and they have been arrested for having like HIV. Cool. Mm-hmm. Get them out the paint by all yeah. means. They are a menace to society. They knowingly have it, and they are not, you know, uh, telling people their their status. That's fucked up. You're damn near like giving people a, you're giving people a death wish, for sure. Like, but it's like everyone else, bro. Like, come on, leave, leave them be, bro. Like, let, let what happens. Like, the crazy thing is, 
if somebody was all up in their doggone business, they'd be the first one up Ooh. in arms. Like, oh, y'all, y'all need to mind that business. That pay y'all. Like, no, no, y'all got the right to do whatever. This is the problem I'll be trying to display. Like, nobody sees this but me. It can't be. Can't be. Yeah. You can't tell me I'm the only one that notices this blatant disparity of of of, of privilege when it comes to drama and nonsense. Like the crazy thing is, like I said, they can do and say as they please, as undesirable or, or as treacherous or as diabolical as it might be. Absolutely you better, diabolical. You better figure out how to cope with it, or else. If you can't cope with it, you're not a man. You can't cope with it. You, or if you yeah. have something to say about, or if you reprimand it, or you have something to say about them being wrong, uh, now you're being sassy, and that's a word. Now you're being sassy. Yeah, I, right. I, I not, that's they should. They they specifically say you being anytime you got something to say against their their nonsense. Like, nah, I'm not doing that. You're being misogynistic. You you sassy. You, no, you now you being sassy. Mm-hmm. Now you're acting like right. a female. What's up with all that? Like, no, what do you mean? I'm, I I don't agree with it. I don't like it. I, I can't say that. It's, nope. It's, it's kind of like when, because I saw this one clip on Instagram. I think it was on TikTok. So it was just like, like, what's, uh, like, what makes a man zesty? They're like blocking feet, like blocking you. Like, really? You blocking me? That's what we're doing? Like, hold on. Yes. It's like, yeah. you're not finna stress me out on my motherfucking phone. Like, You're not gonna up. fucking blow me up. Like I'm not gonna be cool with that just because you have some fucking ideas about this. You're like, get the fuck out of here. Like, who do you think you are, really? Like, who told you you was that that deal? You was every nigga. You was God's gift. That man, get out of here, bro. Straight up, I'm starting to look at all these females like real, like super duper screw face, legit. And I'm starting like, to understand it's really only about a good handful of them that's actually. You know what I mean? Of any material to be to to be dealing with, like the rest of them, just kick rocks, bro. Like you're a waste of space, a waste. Of, like go go learn go learn life first. Seriously, I think that's the best way to put it. You have to go learn life because the way you're going about it right now, get out of here. Like I had somebody, like case in point, what was her? Oh, I forget her name. I think her name was Lauren. Like Lauren Harris, she's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm name dropping. I don't give a shit because you. You're first of all, you don't stay here anymore. You stay out of town. No. I want to say she stays in Atlanta. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. So she's like, oh, uh, y'all just now figuring out that y'all just now figuring out. No, Columbus been been Columbus been where the Columbus been had problems. Y'all just now paying his attention though. No, we're actually not paying his attention. Number one, it's just something that it's just a topic of discussion for right now. Number two, for right now. We've already known this stuff. We've known this stuff goes on not just in Columbus, Ohio, but a lot of these, you know what I'm saying, major cities and shit around the, around the country. But three, which should have been the third of all, should have been the first of all, wasn't you just begging for help for a job and for somewhere to live like a month or so ago on Facebook? I think you need to keep quiet. I think you got bigger problems to deal with. Like, how it's dare just, it, It's one of those things, man, where just like, and again, you ask this, like, what do we gain? Like, what do they, like, they're already ashamed of it. They already have to, like, hide it. And, like, th- you're very vulnerable in this way. And just, like, you know what I mean? Like, unless these niggas deserve to be, you know, outed for other shit, like they're a child molester or they kill somebody's cousin, like, something tangible. But just because, like, they're, like, 
they're gay, like, and you feel the need to put all of their fucking, like, bro, that's horrible. Like, and especially if some of these niggas is locked up right now. They're in the fucking workhouse and somebody fucking gives a kite. It's a wrap. Man, it's over. It's over. That's, that's the crazy thing about it. It's over. Like I so said, you don't know what you just, the domino effect that you just started, you have no clue about. But not, do you care? No. All you wanted was some momentary clout, some momentary Facebook fame or social media fame that we're honestly going to forget about in T minus two weeks. Which yeah. Is, no one's going to Unless one of you niggas me. get fucking clipped by it. And even after that, we still not going to be, come Thanksgiving, we're not even going to be talking about this shit. No. But that's going to affect so many other people. Oh, for sure. Because I guarantee you, whoever thinks they were slick enough to do it on the low, you're going to get outed. Somebody offer up the right, I'll tell you right now, if I knew who did it, or my mama, if I knew who did it right now, let the right nigga say, bro, I got about five racks, right? Sasha, Sasha, Bet. Uh, uh, right. He, all I heard was ten thousand. Sasha Johnson. Yeah, it's Sasha Johnson. <laughs> Straight Bro, up. it's just these like it's. I feel bad for them. Like they have these niggas real fucking too. I feel like super bad for them. For real, for real, like I, I really do, bro. Because there's zero. The internet is forever. Oh yeah, like, and there's nothing you forever. can do. Ever, nothing you can do about it. You gotta sit there and take that nonsense for no reason, for no good reason. Nah, bro, you just want to live your life, get ready to have Thanksgiving, go trick or treat with your kids. You feel me? Just minding your business, man, and got caught up in some nonsense, dog. And like I said, don't get just, me wrong, man. Like, even like they're, I cannot necessarily knock their reasoning behind it. In a way, no. Like, if you call yourself, you know what I mean, looking out for your fellow woman or what have you because she might be dealing with somebody that's on the down low, that's a case-by-case basis. Like, yeah, you let her know as an individual, hey, I know you're talking to whoop-de-whoop. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm just like, you know, Somebody showed me some nonsense where he, you know, he was messing around with this dude, that dude, yada, yada, yada. That's how you do that. You don't mask out. You, you had like a, a like you, it, it was almost like a, like a, like an exposure, like, like a, 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 like a download Holocaust of sorts. You see what I'm saying? Like you just did this in mass for no damn reason for, and, but for what? What did you gain from it? You gained absolutely nothing from it. Oh, this fool. <laughs> 